Welcome to Coaching the Coach. I'm your host, Pete Townley, for the Upstate Performance Project. Hey guys, how's it going tonight? I'd say tonight, I'm recording in the evening as opposed to my normal morning recording time. So instead of my coffee breaks, I'll be having my wine breaks tonight. That'll be fun. Um, so we are on part three of three um, about how to become a personal trainer with zero budget, right? So in parts one and two, we talked about everything from starting at square one, no money, no certification. And we've gone all the way up to you're now working out of a gym, whether it be your own gym or your renting space or wherever and how to generate clients, how to get people interested in you. So today we're gonna to talk about, as I mentioned, um, kind of closing the deal. And I was told you I was gonna give you some insights into our success formula. I won't give you our formula, that's a trade secret. But I'll give you some insights to what we do um, in relation to closing the deal. So you know we've talked about how to get those clients, some things you can do. Uh, but you are going to have those people that come in and talk to you and they're not 100% sure if they're going to sign up or not. So we're going to talk about doing that and then retention, of course. That's the, that's the final piece of this, um, you know, to keep your business going. So before I jump into all of that, again, trying to keep these relatively short, these, this three-part series here, um, I do have a couple of announcements. One, a follow-up from last podcast uh, about our... Uh, up league network affiliate program it is officially launched uh, if you go to our website the first thing you see on our homepage is a link to our affiliate page so you can then read all about what it is so i'm not going to go into great detail uh, it is a monthly subscription service i will say that um, you simply sign up and um, it's 15 bucks a month and you get all kinds of great content each month now it's mainly for those who are already trainers or wanting to become trainers. Um, a lot of the content is based from this podcast. In other words, we've been doing this podcast um, a year and a half, almost two years now, and the going back to some of the beginning parts about how to become a trainer and all these things, we've taken a lot of these concepts and we've made a, a, a actual curriculum out of it. And so each, each month we'll have a module with videos and tests and assessments and you'll get a certification um, each month with, uh, with that particular lesson completed. Um, anyhow, there's more on the website. Go check that out. The other thing I wanted to mention, um, you know, we've really enjoyed doing the podcast. This is episode 112. Um, and we'd like to ramp these back up. Um, you know, we were hitting our stride there about twice a week for, for a long time. And um, then we got busy, which was awesome. But we are back to kind of leveling out our schedule. People are coming back off of the, the, um, the pandemic, a uh, little lag in, in, in uh, visits. But uh, we, are, we are getting back to our stride. And, and so we're trying to put out our content again, including the YouTube page. Um, but if you like the YouTube page and you like the podcast, if you found any value whatsoever, whether it's helped you or given you a better understanding of what we do, um, anything, we would appreciate any kind of help um, that you can, can give. 
uh, in the form of support. We, we really, the biggest support you can do is just refer us to someone else. Tell someone to come listen to the podcast. If you know someone who's wanting to get into the personal training business, this is kind of a how-to guide, right? As you guys have heard. And so tell them, tell them about the podcast. Give us a, a shout out on uh, social media um, and, and tag a friend and let someone know. But, but if you like our content and want to see us grow, so want to see us on the YouTube page, add different camera editing skills and shots and drones and things like that, unfortunately that stuff costs money. So we have set up a Patreon account. So if you're not familiar with Patreon, it's basically a platform where you can support us, the content creators, to get... Um, to continue doing what we love to do. We like to build the content. You guys know me, I like to talk. That's why I started a podcast, right? Um, but, but we wanna do bigger things. We have lots of cool ideas. We wanna go on location and do some cool video shots. A lot of these things uh, that we wanna bring to you, some ideas that we think you guys will really enjoy listening to and watching on YouTube. So that being said, um, if you go to our Patreon, you can just pledge your support. It's a, it's a monthly pledge. Um, starting at $3, $3 a month, that's it, um, cup of coffee, right? Now, with that, you do get something. It's not just the satisfaction of supporting your favorite podcaster and YouTubers, uh, but also um, you get um, a selection or get to select one of the following. Each month you, you subscribe, um, you get a, a four-week program and that program could either be an Olympic weightlifting program or a general strength and conditioning program. You, all you have to do when you sign up uh, is, is pick one of the, of the two choices and you'll click on it. They'll, they'll be right there when you sign up uh, and you can, uh, can get going. Uh, that being said, uh, there, is, there are other levels and I'll let you get on the website and, and kind of click around and play around. Uh, there is a link to the Patreon on our website as well. It's right under the link for the affiliate program on that main page, so it's really easy to find. <clears throat> takes you right to our, our page, and uh, that gives you all the information. All right, so <clears throat> jumping right back on to topic. So we, we are talking about closing the deal, right, and what you can do, what kind of steps you can do to close the deal, and then client retention. So uh, we'll keep this brief. So I ended the podcast uh, last time talking about how I would set up seminars for weightlifting. That was my expertise, right? And that's what I wanted people to kind of know about me. But more importantly, it was me putting up those flyers all around the gym I was working at. So people saw, oh, a seminar led by this guy. Oh, and he's one of the trainers here. It didn't really matter what you talked about. I was automatically seen as an expert just because I had my name on a flyer and I was up there. People saw that. People saw, well, if he's giving a seminar, he's got to you know, know this stuff pretty well, right? Um, and you can even make it a free seminar. That's even better to get a bigger captive audience. But as I said, I would try to you know, use those seminars um, to get in front of a lot of people to then kind of flex my trainer knowledge and uh, hopefully get one or two that seemed interested in signing up for personal training or signing up for you know a, 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 a long time service. That being said, what I would suggest next is having a um, uh, you know having a um, formula, um, a consultation, having something that you can give them 
where then you can get them one-on-one -on -one and explain a little bit more about what you're doing. And this is the sales part, okay? This is, this is definitely um, where you are going to, um, uh, I guess, uh, close the deal, right? This would be the closing the deal. Um, when you're talking to them, whether that be in one of your consultations, uh, if you bring them in, um, or uh, you're just talking to them in passing, you know, they like, hey, what do you guys do in personal training? Or, you know, you, you'll get people stopping. Um, I, always, I always look at, you know, the cues, what people are kind of telling you, even if they're not directly asking. For example, um, now in our gym, it's a little different. We don't have a ton of open gyms. We are a personal training studio. But when we were, both Chelsea and I working at the Y with thousands of members, you know, thousands of visits a day, we would always get people asking, um, you know, if they ask one day, like, how, what's the best alternative for um, a bicep curl, you know, to work the biceps if your elbows hurt or something like that, and you give them a couple ideas. That's one thing, but if you get the same person coming up all the time asking for questions or someone who's just like, they consume everything you put out, if ever you have a seminar or if, if you know, you notice these people always coming to everything because they want to learn, those are the people that you want to really key into. And when, and when you talk back to them, make sure that you repeat what you hear. So when they're talking to you, um, you're like, okay, okay, so you know, with your elbow, if you did this, and you know, it shows that you're really listening, that you deepen that connection. Um, and, and again, people play off emotions very well. And if you seem legitimately interested in helping them with whatever concern they have, they're more likely to, again, build that connection with you and want to sign up, want to sign up for what you have. But if you're still looking for people to approach, those are the people to approach, the ones that keep asking you questions. And, and that's a good thing. We want that, right? I don't want that to sound bad. Um, but what, what we really want to get to, the kind of the, the crux of all of this, is we want to get in front of people um, uh, and really work them through our system and tell them how we're going to do it. Now, I told you I'm not going to give you our exact success formula just because that's you know something that we, we, we keep close to the chest because we feel it's, it's something that really works for us. Um, if you want to know a little bit more about that, please contact us directly and, and we'll, we'll work with you one-on-one. -on -one. Um, but that being said, our, our success formula is what we like to call it, is a system where we go through and we talk about exactly what the reason why we do the kind of exercises we do and how that is going to get them where they want to go. Now, obviously, if they have a goal that's not something that you want to do, for example, if someone comes in and says, I want to be, you know, I want to get into bodybuilding, and you're, you're more of a, you know, functional training kind of guy or girl, it doesn't matter. If you want to take that client on, fine, go for it. But if that, that, if that doesn't feel like what you want to do, or if that totally doesn't fit in with your system, it may not be good, and that might be a time to refer them to another trainer. Now, that might seem like craziness. Why would I give up money? Well, if you go back to remember what I said in the last podcast when you're building referral networks, you go and you, you become a patron of someone's you know, massage therapy clinic, and you go and you get that massage a couple times, and then you build that rapport rather than just walk in and say, hey, will you hand out my card? Well, this way, if I hand someone a trainer, a training client, 
and then that client gets, you know, they, they, they're into the bodybuilding thing. And then they get someone that says, you know what, uh, my, my, uh, my son's a baseball player and, you know, I'm looking to get him stronger for baseball. They might think, you know what, I could do a little bit of that, but, um, but you know, Pete and Chelsea are, are the sports people. We're going we're gonna to send people over. I'm going to send someone over there because the, you've sent them business. They'll reciprocate mostly, most of the time. But the idea is you build that rapport. That's another referral network. So if you open the door to that with other trainers, they're more likely to return the favor. And then you're drawing clients from people that you would have never run into in the first place, right? But when you get them, when you set them down and you go through that consultation, they've already kind of expressed their goals. So as you're telling them what your services can do for them in terms of the type of exercise, you're going to relate it back to what their goals are. So we like to do a lot of sports-specific, um, general, I should say, traditional strength and conditioning type stuff. So we always kind of relate that, at how that's going to help them. Then we also talk to them about nutrition, how the nutrition is very important. Um, then we talk to them about how rest is very important and how uh, getting the proper amount of sleep reduces stress and so forth. Again, I'm being very vague here intentionally. I'm not getting into great detail. And then we talk to them about our behavior change modifications, which are which is the motivation aspect of it. And again, so we lay out this formula so that when they hear that, they have no doubt exactly how we're going to attack their goals. And we do that for one or for two reasons. One, if if we hear them, or pardon me, if they hear us, mind you, uh, talk about um, all of these different things, it's going to let them know that a we know what they're doing. B there's a lot more to it than what they may have imagined and that this is going to be a really good experience for them because they're going to learn a lot. Again, it always got to go back to your philosophy, in our case, education. But more importantly, they're going to see that you really listened. Restating all along the way, each little aspect that we talk about in each one of those categories, we go back and we tell them how each one of these plays into what their goals are. Or if they've told us they've been unsuccessful in a lot of areas or they have a lot of problems, say for example, uh, you know, lack of sleep, they just don't sleep well. Every time we're talking about nutrition and exercise and rest, we can keep coming back to, and this will help you sleep better, and here's how. And again, we try to connect those dots for them. But that shows that you listen, and it shows that this is not just a canned formula. Now we have a, I call it the success, form, success formula, but the formula is basically a template and it's a guide for me. So when I hear and when Chelsea hears what the clients are telling us, we know kind of which avenue to go and, and we have a, a better understanding of how to get to them, to, to try to reach them and seal the deal, so to speak. Um, but that's definitely something that um, I would recommend is coming up with some kind of format and again, a lot of times that's when those people are, um, you know, coming in, you know, they may have heard you, they're kind of on the fence and, and they're going to, they just want to ask a few more questions. Well, come on in for our free consultation. We sit them down and then we go through this. At the end of that, if they don't believe that what you've told them is really going to help them, um, then either you didn't do a good, good enough job explaining it or they really just can't afford it. In which case you could at that point offer some sort of deal, some sort of package. And you can do that in a number of ways. If you just want to give them a discount, like, hey, I've got an intro package or you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take 30% off the first 
two months or you know whatever it is you need to do to get them in the door because once you get them in and you get them hooked they'll see the value right but that's in that initial consultation you do need to talk about money you know after everything's been kind of talked about hey if you're interested here's the pricing I'm flexible here uh, again let, wait to see what they say and react to them uh, but again, you're having to validate their feelings. You're having to validate what they've said to you and make sure that they understand that you listen and that you're taking their individual circumstance uh, into consideration. Um, but you could also, here's another thing, you could also um, offer a trade or some sort of barter. Um, we've done that um, plenty of times. And sometimes that's a really good way to keep someone on the hook. For example, we had a client who um, yeah, I don't think was, was hurting for money per se, but I know that it was stretching their budget and it was something that it was a concern for them. But they were, they were really into bikes, really into bicycles. And um, we had a bike that was broken and we let him take the bike to try to fix it up uh, and get it in working order. It turns out we, we ended up with a whole new bike um, that's a whole other story. But the idea was this gentleman used his skills and his knowledge and his connections to, you know, to make sure that we got a bike that was usable and we love it. And in, in service, we traded a month for that, you know, a month's service. It was about the same price, right? And so the thought was that was a really good way to keep him coming. We got something we wanted and needed out of that. Now don't just offer a trade or a barter with something you don't want or don't need. Um, and you got to be careful of how much you offer and what, but at the same time, that's a good way to, to kind of break the deal or break the, the ice and seal the deal um, with, with a new client especially. But sometimes you can do that with existing clients if, if money becomes a problem uh, at any time. Or if you just know they have something that you want, you could always offer that. Um, we've offered, you know, when Chelsea and I go out on our little uh, weekend expeditions, we've offered um, uh, clients a... Uh, uh, if they'll watch our dogs uh, for us, you know, uh, a month off or a half a month off or something like that. And, and again, that's something that you can think about, but that helps, uh, helps everybody, right? It's mutually beneficial. Now, sorry, I had to take a wine break. Um, the other thing that we want to talk about in trying to seal the deal is once you have clients, we talked about doing the, um, the uh, testimonials, right? But the other thing you could do is don't be afraid to ask your current existing clients for referrals. Hey, do you know of anybody else? Both Chelsea and I have, have done very, very well um, with getting referrals. We've built our client via that word of mouth, which is where you want to get to. Um, Chelsea, in particular, had a client, um, or has a client still, that's a nurse. And you know she was seeing results, very happy with what she was doing. Um, approached her, talked to her about, you know, referrals. She went and told a bunch of her nurse friends and before she knew it, I think Chelsea was training the entire nursing department at Prisma Health, it seemed like. We had a lot of nurses in there. Um, but the idea is, don't be afraid to ask. If they're happy with what they're getting, they're gonna be more than happy to spread the word for you because they, they like what you do, they like you. Why wouldn't they wanna help you? Now, if they're not getting the results that you're promising them, you know, and you can't ask them for a referral after the first week, right? So these have to be clients that have been there for a while, um, have seen some results, 
They may not be to their exact goal yet, but they're, they're seeing progress. Those are the kind of people you can approach. And again, that's more people that come in. They already have a really good reference for you and know your body of work, you know, due to your friend or your client, their friend. And then you can get them in front of their consultation and <clears throat> close the deal. But again, I'll say this, closing the deal is a matter of restating what you've heard and how your services fit their needs. That's the main thing, okay? Now, what do you do to keep the client? Obviously, first and foremost, get results. That should be, uh, that should be extremely uh, obvious and apparent. If you're getting results, that should be enough to keep them coming. But you also have to be attentive to their other needs. Talk to them, you know, uh, call them out when it needs to be called out. Really keep on them. They're paying you not to be their friend, but they're paying you to keep them accountable, right? So do your job in that, you know, sense. Um, the other thing that I think is very beneficial, and, and this is something uh, I, I pride myself in, and it's something that, not that I do just to keep my clients, it's something that I just truly enjoy about the job of personal training. Um, you know, Chelsea and I will see anywhere from, you know, nine to 12 clients a day on average. So that's nine to 12 separate conversations. Uh, there's a lot going on there. There's a lot of people, a lot of interesting folks that we run into in our job. And it's awesome that we love people. We wouldn't do this if we didn't, right? Um, but you can learn something from them. And so if you show an interest in learning from them and talking to them and, and, and valuing what they do and valuing what they know, it's not just a situation where they come in and they're kind of beholden to you for everything, for the entire conversation, for um, everything you're doing for them. They're, they're, you're, again, continuing to validate what they do and validate their efforts, and you're building that rapport and that connection with you if you can learn from them. It is a two-way street. And I think that's something that is probably understated or not done enough. And I'll give you, I'll give you a great example. Um, we have a couple clients that are, um, you know, just really into uh, um, uh, beer. And a couple times we, you know, we have a, a keg in the gym and, you know, I've, Asked them on a couple of, uh, of occasions on, you know, we, this whole K-Grader system. How does it work and, you know, what's going on and what should we be looking for? What kind of, you know, where should we set the CO2? I, these are things I have no idea what to do, right? Um, and they were more than happy to come in and help out, pitch in and show us how to set it up and get it going. And, you know, again, that was a very small example. Um, but there are all kinds of things. We have... Um, I have one client right now that I've been talking to. Uh, he is a um, he owns a company that does a lot of international tourism. Um, he's from Mexico, and he's working in the states right now um, and getting his MBA. But he is a wealth of knowledge for us or for me because he's been talking about um, he you know marketing is his thing and getting in front of new clients and things like that. So he's he shared a lot of really useful insights on um, marketing to, to you know, very wide-scale audiences and, and, and how to do that and what he's been successful uh, you know, in his company back in Mexico. And a lot of those things are great ways that you can learn little things 
here and there and adapt them to what you need to do. And so listening to what they have to say, learning from them, they feel validated. They, they look forward to coming because then it's, then it's a, a friendship. They're just coming to work out with their buddy, uh, the buddy that's going to kick their butt, right? So we like that. Um, and again, you can also just keep it surface level. You don't have to learn a skill from them. You could also just learn about their family. And during the warm-up is a great time to do that. They're stretching. Hey, how was your day? How are your kids? They tell you, oh, my, my son Johnny did this and my daughter Sue did this. And next week, hey, how, how are Johnny and Sue? It shows that you listened. It shows that you actually care about what, what's going on. So you are learning about their life. Again, validates them. They, they're not seeing themselves as just another person coming in. Especially when you have clients coming in hour to hour to hour to hour. You know, there's not a lot of time for banter before and after. So it's kind of all business. But if you take those little pockets of time, you know, a, re a built-in rest period or during their warm-up where, where they're not, you know, huffing and puffing, and they can kind of talk back and forth. If they share a hobby, hey, how's your guitar player coming? I know you've been trying to learn. Again, they give you those kind of uh, cues, right? So, again, hopefully that gives you a little bit of insight to when you hear someone talking and you hear um, uh, some information, you can reiterate that to them. Whether that be in terms of their physicality and trying to set up a program for them, or if you're trying to learn more about them and re retain those clients by valuing what they know, valuing what they do. Um, another, lastly, I think the last thing you could probably do that would be awesome is compliment your clients. Let them know when you see progress. Their friends might say something and that's great, but when their trainer says something to them, and, and make it genuine. Don't say something like, hey man, you've been looking good lately. You know, if you truly see results, point it out to them. It's not gonna be weird or creepy. Don't make it weird and creepy, right? But you can certainly tell them, hey, I know you've been you know, really trying to you know, work on some losing weight and uh, I can really tell, you know, it's, it's really, you know, it's really showing here and there. And again, coming from you, the professional, that means more than anything because you have a trained eye for that kind of stuff. So, again, I hope this helps. Again, if you go back and listen to these three episodes, uh, 110, 111, and this one, 112, it gives you an idea, hopefully a jump off point to where you can think, man, I really want to get into the personal training business. Start with the first episode. If you're already in it, I just want to get some clients and keep them. You know, the last two episodes uh, are for you. So, hope this helps. I might, I'm going to do some more of these kind of how-tos here over the next uh, couple podcasts. So, stay tuned for that. Don't forget to hit up the Patreon account if you like our content and want to keep it coming. Um, there's new stuff added on there uh, for, for each tier uh, of, of, of um, support. And, um, yeah, we'd love to have you. Have a good one, and we'll see you soon.